grapes ever. Okay. Are you ready? Do you hear it? Yeah, why are they so crunchy? Mm, I don't know. I'm obsessed. They're so good. What the heck? <laughs> Welcome back to another episode of the For Your Soul podcast with your favorite hosts, Lysandra and Crystal, where we have lighthearted conversations about dating, friendships, and relationships, but most importantly, healing. So grab a drink and let's talk about it. Oh my God. Hi. Oh my God. Uh, hi. I love Hello. Nice David, I just want to I'm hungover as hell. I got the <laughs> fucked out of me this morning. <laughs> Uh, wait oh yeah we are recording background where are you oh my living room oh my god like this little fireplace it doesn't work there's like this thing on it i love that though it's giving hogwarts it's yeah it's it's literally giving like the 30s or something just time traveled (laughs) it is oh what is that what is your order i need to know um, just a cold brew. Black. Oh, yum. Okay. Love yeah. that. No milk. Simple, to the point. Yeah, make me shit immediately. <laughs> oh, fuck. So is it the coffee that makes us poop, or is it the creamer? Like... I mean, I don't even do creamer, and I still poop, like, immediately. I literally smelled coffee this morning, and I had to run home. <laughs> I love that. You're like, I got the runs, I gotta run. Shit. Oh my god. These are Yum. so good. I can't stop. I'm just eating grapes. I put <sighs> hot honey on it so it's like spicy. Oh. What are you saying? Houston is way better. It's so good. Like, I think because the fruits are directly like coming from Mexico, that's mm. so much better. Oh. But like, yeah. oh, the mangoes here are so freaking good. The grapes, I literally can't stop eating them. Always stocked in my fridge. Do you ever freeze them? Mmm, yes! Uh, see? Yeah. We're gonna be BFFs. <laughs> oh yeah, I always have them frozen. Actually, they're probably so bad in my freezer. <laughs> they do go bad in the freezer, just so you know. Really? I eat them anyway. <laughs> yeah, because you'll take they'll turn into, they'll like shrivel up. It's disgusting. Ew. I guess I'd probably eat them quick enough, but what the hell? <clears throat> How was your night? What'd you do last night? I actually have COVID right now. Oh. I feel fine. Yeah, so I didn't do anything, but whatever, save money. Yep. Because you know I would have been out buying like 10 plus drinks mm-hmm. that I don't need. So unnecessary. I know. I'm like that too. I'm like, my problem is when I start drinking, I can't stop. I know I can't. Wait, Crystal, you cut out. I said I always have like three, four guys buy me drinks, like three, four different guys. I buy the first guy buys, mm-hmm. I fucking run. <laughs> I'm like, can I buy you a drink? I'm like, if you're asking, but don't expect me to not run. <laughs> <laughs> and then, and then my actual boo thing walks in and buys me a drink, and I'm like, <laughs> yeah, Ooh. okay. <laughs> Oh my god, nobody ever buys me a drink. You gotta give them like R- the energy. 
fat pussy energy. Oh my god, David, I have, <laughs> I have to send you this fucking audio because last night I fucking put on a fake Parisian accent and these guys were like, oh, I love your accent. They were eating it up. Uh, <laughs> it up. So I sent Tiana a fucking minute and a half long voice note. I'm like, Tiana, these men think my accent is real and they want my, they want my phone number. <laughs> oh my god. They were eating no. fuck up. I won't even get into it, but remember when I was doing it? Yep. Mm-mm. Oh my! I think about that and I cringe. Me and Crystal got shit face drunk, um, on St. Thomas and took a fucking taxi home. And like, I couldn't for some reason just wouldn't. I like refused to stop talking in the accent, and it was like, <laughs> Crystal was like, oh, David, David, and I'm like, I'm not even doing anything. <laughs> I'm not even trying. Hello, everybody. Welcome back to another episode of the For Your Soul podcast. Um, Today we have an episode with one of my good, good friends from New York. Um, His name is David. This episode is going to be crazy because David's got a lot going on. He is a very multifaceted person and I cannot wait for Lisandra and you guys to get into it. Yeah, I'm so excited to get to know you a little bit and chat, chat it up. Yes. Oh my God. Hello. Yes, love that. I love that. Hello. We have a a couple of different topics today that we're gonna we're gonna go over. Um, so we're just gonna start with like the personal stuff. Get that ushi gushi out the way. Do you care for some affirmations? Sure. Okay. Just to get the vibe going for today. Um, Okay. So the first one is: I am powerful. I am fearless, and I am confident. Oh, I love that. Yes. And we just start the app like yeah, that? Yeah, every single time. Love that. Yes. We need a... Cute. Yeah. Thank you. Okay, so give us a quick summary of who you are, where you're from, and your personal little flair. Okay. Um. So, my name is David. Um, I'm from New Hampshire, actually. That's where I met Crystal. We went to high school together, middle school. Um, I live in New York City. And yeah, I'm just doing that. I'm doing like my my 20s in, in the city. Oh, the 20-somethings, that'll kill you. I love that. So what made you decide to move to New York? Oh my God. Well, honestly, I never, ever thought I would like move to a city like growing up. Never gave a shit. Like <laughs> I'd watch like America's Next Top Model, like Sex in the City. They'd be in the city. And I'd be like, that looks fun. But like, I was, ne- I never identified as like <laughs> that, you know, person. But I don't know. As I got older, I was like not interested in doing anything like mundane with my life. Like, I don't know. And I like really struggled with that. Like, I did not want to be create. Like, I didn't want to do anything creative for work. Yeah. Actually, I just wanted people to like stay home and draw and paint and whatever, like for myself. But I don't know. I just, I knew I wasn't going to be happy doing anything other than like something creative and something like that just wasn't possible in New Hampshire. So Mm -hmm. choose to leave, but yeah, that's ultimately why. And being queer, like there were no queer like men from, so it was kind of no scene at all. Yeah. It gets a little weird in New Hampshire. It, it's like a little backwoods, yeah. which nobody talks Like, I, what I like to describe it as, it's like, it's like a mini Florida. 
literally yeah. it's like so low-key conservative it's like weird yeah it's it's almost disgusting because of how close we are to <laughs> massachusetts like massachusetts it's the most diverse and i know like yeah. massachusetts has like it's racism history but like I feel like in our generation, it's definitely gotten a lot better. So, like, it's just, like, it's always, it's almost, like, concerning. Like, why aren't you developing yeah. the way that you should be? Gender is very passive, is kind of how yeah. I see it. People don't say it with their, with their, you know, they don't say it directly, but they're mm-hmm. giving looks. They're saying, like, sneak, sneak this stuff. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, where, what is going on? Like, there's so many different cultures here, yet right. you guys are all, like, acting like, you know, you just can't be bothered with it and everybody's just offensive to you. It's just... No, there are like so many queer people, so many different like POC, and like why is I don't know? It's so conservative. I think it's kind of like people act like oh, it's the North. They like literally go back to when it was like North versus South. Yeah, yeah. And the it's the North. Like we're not racist. Like we're not homophobic, and they one hundred percent are. Yeah, Mm -hmm. especially in our generation. Like. Please. Our generation is, like, the most, like, progressive, I feel like. Is that even, like, the right term? I don't know. But, yeah, yeah, like, there's so many people who are, like, like you said, like, queer, like, in so many different communities that it's, like, we, we I feel like we just need to, like, kill them off at this point. Like, all the, all the baby boomers, like, yeah. <laughs> it's, Sandra, it's just gonna be me and you, girl, because... <laughs> <laughs> we, we we talk about it all the time we're like the other I'm night i'm it. like let's just rob the sperm bank and kill the freaking <laughs> honestly nobody needs to have babies kill all right the now. heteros like bye <laughs> or mm-hmm. we can keep all the gay men and all like yeah. the disgusting like traumatizing masculine men can go <laughs> yeah <laughs> or we'll just keep them in cages to look at because they are hot <laughs> oh yeah no like little museums yeah <laughs> Like the historical museum. (laughs) (laughs) This was what was happening in 2007. (laughs) Oh my gosh. So, um, so I feel like you were meant to be a city girl. Like, Mm. you fit in so well out there. Um, do you see yourself, like, long-term living in New York? Like, do you, I mean... Not New York, but a city. I guess let me just say a city. Do you see yourself long-term being in a mm. city like that? Honestly, yes and no. Like, being from New Hampshire, like, I... First of all, I love being from New Hampshire because then I can leave the city and go to, like, somewhere. Like, I don't know how people who are from <laughs> a city, like, they don't have anywhere to go. They have to pay so much money to get some stupid Airbnb mm. in, like, some shithole little town just to, like, get out of the city and, like... I get to just go to New Hampshire and it's so much easier. But like part of me wants that one day again, but like, I don't know if I could ever live full time in like, like outside of a city, you know, but I don't know. I do love being in a city though. I do like definitely it works. It fits well for me. I just don't for some reason in my personality feel like I am a city girl, but like in all aspects, like it just checks every box. I'm like, yeah, no, like I'm, I, do really well in the city but i don't know like i ideally i'd have like a house in the country and then like a little apartment in the city but that is so like how am i even gonna get a house to begin first of all oh god yeah (laughs) so i don't know but yeah no i do i like it can we talk about like 
So I've seen a lot of people struggling with finding apartments in New York. Was it like a struggle for you as well? Um, no, but because I'm a psychopath about it. Okay. Like I, <laughs> but like, it is hard. I guess that's a struggle. I mean, like I was like being crazy. Like I would literally would look every single day to find this apartment. I was looking every day on like every app, every website. And when I'd find something, I would like go immediately and I would tell the real estate agent or wh whoever was showing it, I'd be like, yeah, I'm going to submit for this just so you know. And they're like, oh, okay. Even if I like wasn't sure. Yeah. So uh, this, I like was super intense about it. Um, and I got it. But like when I moved here, I actually knew somebody I went to high school with also who was going to college here and he was getting an apartment and he was like, do you just want to like move here now? Cause I was trying to go to school in New York, but um, I was waitlisted and he's like, if you want to just move here, like we'll get an apartment. And I was like, yeah, let's do that. So I just kind of like <laughs> sent it like one day literally was like, yeah, I'm just, I left. Like, I think like two weeks later I just moved and I didn't go back, but that's freaking amazing. That's definitely how it seemed too. It was just like one day, like, bye guys. Hi, I'm living in New York with three people and working out. See you later. <laughs> yeah. It was just quick. Yeah. Like, okay. Oh my goodness. Well, that seems like a struggle in itself, but like, it seems like you're doing really, really well. So I'm proud of yeah, you. You've been out there basically since high school, right? Um, I moved. I was 20. It was um, 2016. So like, Almost seven years now. Oh, wow. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Ooh, that 10 year reunion is right around the corner. It's making me sick. Literally, what, I know. What I'm year like, did need... you guys graduate? 2014. Okay, me too. Me too. Mm -hmm. Yeah. That's next year, y'all. Literally. That Literally. <laughs> I'm gagging. Like, oh my God. <laughs> oh my God. At least we look good. Right. <laughs> Because some, some, some of us did not age well, let me tell you. No. I mean, we had a five-year, and that was rough <laughs> yeah. for some people. Yeah, I, I could think of a few right at the top of my head, and I was like, that's what they look like now? I used to be hot. <laughs> I know, literally. Yeah, or I used to be, like, I used to call myself fat back then. What? <laughs> <laughs> yep. That like, or, or, like, the super popular one that I'm like, you went, you really hit your peak. You peaked in high school, huh? Literally, that is so many people, though. I'm so glad. Looking back, I wanted to be popular and pretty and hot, but I'm yeah. so glad that I was fucking awkward in high school because now I'm fucking hot <laughs> and I can revel in it. And you guys fucking peaked in high school and now you're busted and you're not <laughs> even 30 yet. Literally. No, so many people peaked in high school. It's actually, it's heartbreaking. It's an <laughs> epidemic across this country. <laughs> I was like the five-year i was like you needed this yep like you needed this five-year reunion oh yeah. yeah i needed the reminder that you're a bad bitch yeah i'm oh like yep, i'm better than y'all <laughs> that yeah. is so funny the only thing they have over us is houses but yeah well uh, y'all got generational wealth okay we out here struggling yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, uh, okay so what is your um, contribution to the stereotype that is New York City? Oh my god, I honestly don't... Like, I'm not sure what the stereotypes are for New York City. I think my first thought is, like, people are super intense and, like, just loud, in-your-face, super, like, 
dynamic and just like kind of annoying. <laughs> kind of assholes. Like, um, I don't like. I'm not really that loud. I don't think. I don't know, Crystal. You stop me if if you're like bitch. Shut the fuck up. It, I'm. Really, it depends. I'm not, it's a <laughs> I'm like not that loud. I'm really not like an intense person. I think when you sit down and talk to me, but like I am very intense when it comes to like um like work yeah. or something that I like to do. I'm like very intense about it. I take like everything very seriously. I don't take myself very seriously, but like when it comes to something I'm doing, I take it super seriously. So I think that in New Hampshire, sometimes I felt like people would see that and they'd be like, get over yourself. Like the, mm. the ambition of it, you know what I mean? Like small towns see ambition and they're just like, you think you're better than me. Right. But like in New York, you're ambitious and it's just like, yeah, bitch, you better be ambitious. Like everybody else around you is ambitious. So get yours or somebody's going to take it from you. So I, I, th- I think I like, I kind of perpetuate that for sure. I feel yeah. like in mainstream media, like New York is portrayed as like, fast paced and you always see like online like if you've never been to new york like i feel like you're gonna get there and be like people dress up crazy every day on a tuesday and two in the afternoon like or there's just so many like creative like creatives like there's just so many different things to do and stuff so i just feel like it makes a lot of sense for you to be there like yeah (laughs) exactly in new hampshire people are looking at you crazy like what are you doing sit down like there aren't freaking drag you know clubs out here there aren't improv you have to go to boston if you want to go to a fucking spin class like oh my god really oh my god yeah you can go to pure bar out here (laughs) who the hell's going to pure bar (laughs) no (laughs) oh my god i didn't know that that's crazy oh god yeah no yeah it but like dressing actually you mentioned the way people dress that's so something i totally forgot about like yes never no such thing as overdressed for anything like ever and I sometimes will, like, pull a full look just to go sit my ass in an office. Like, mm-hmm. why? For who? Yes. I don't know. For the walk? For yourself. For the walk from the train. Yeah, for myself. <laughs> but honestly, I, I love that. Because, like, I would try and pull that sometimes in New Hampshire. And I, <laughs> like, first of all, the shit I was wearing was probably crazy. And second of all, I looked so gay. And it was <laughs> just, like, <laughs> like not, not the place. No. Yeah, you can't wear a trench coat in Nashville on a regular day and people are going to be like, nice outfit. No, they're going to be like, where are you going? What the are hell you are you doing? Yeah. yeah. But Wait. New York, it's like, don't have a trench coat. What are you even doing? <laughs> <laughs> do you, oh my God, what is that video? It's like, do you have a black coat? A puffer even? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Are you from New York even? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, <nope. laughs> Um, wait, I gotta know, what is your zodiac sign? Your sun sign? Mm. Uh, Capricorn. <gasps> oh my god! Love- Me too! Maybe you- the reason that I love Capricorns. Yes, oh as soon as you were like, I take work seriously, I was like, he may be a Capricorn. Yep. Like, that is such yeah. a stereotype, but it is true. It is true. <laughs> do you know your big three, David? Just out of curiosity? Yeah. You do? What's yeah. your big three? Um, my son's a Capricorn. My rising's a cancer and then my moon is taurus Ooh. oh david literally what all three of those are like my most compatible signs yeah That's literally what i love you i'm oh. telling you oh my god i mean that makes sense yeah you know i never meet capricorns though it's like all leos here that really? makes sense though and aries 
Leo and Aries. I actually, that kind of, I kind of can see that though, for real. Like, just because they're like a lot. Yeah. They're a lot. Yeah, they're a lot. (laughs) Yeah, those two signs definitely have like the big dick energy for sure. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Yeah, like super. (laughs) So I did want to get into um, what you do for work. If you want to get into like your journey to finding where you're at now, like starting with kind of what you thought you wanted to do. um totally get into that um i know what you're doing now so definitely get into that um because i think it's cool i don't know why but i think it's cool i think even just the pictures you post sometime i'm like see this is the shit that these rich people eat the fuck up and Mm -hmm. i know you're like yeah they're gonna like this five thousand dollar fucking end table (laughs) yeah (laughs) um yeah yeah so i work i'm an interior designer i work in like high-end residential homes is what I'm doing. Sometimes we'll do like stores, but like for the most part I do people's homes and obviously it's like super rich people. Um, cause that's the only people who can like afford somebody to do all this shit. But, um, I've been doing it for like a couple years now. I went to school here, um, New York school of interior design, but I came to it like by like a really weird path. Like most people in interior design, like come from somewhere else a lot of people in like fashion or a lot of people in like um like fine art will end up in interiors um a lot of jewelry designers but like I was an illustrator before I worked for this like suitcase company I don't know if I'm like even allowed to whatever it doesn't matter but I was like it was a suitcase company and I would like monogram their suitcases oh, I remember um, that. By hand. yeah mm-hmm. I did that for a little and then that like blew up like, the company blew up, and I started doing, like, illustration for them and did, like, they'd, like, partner with, like, Rolling Stones or, like, Serena Williams, and we'd, like, do little things for them and stuff. Um, And then when the pandemic hit, I, like, got laid off, and I was like, fuck, like, I have no degree, because I didn't, like, when I moved here, I was broke, broke, broke. Like, I don't come from money whatsoever. I was 100% on my own, so I could not afford to go to school. So (laughs) I kind of just, like, made all that happen without a degree and like frankly like would just lie or like pretend that I knew what I was doing until like people would believe it and then give me an opportunity but um I got laid off and I was like shit I have nothing like I have I have no degree I have no specialized knowledge like I'm I don't want to be broke I'm so sick of like fighting for like pay because as an artist you constantly have to negotiate how much you're paid and I'm like no so I was like, I'm just going to do, like, I'm going to just send it. I'm going to go to interior design school. Like, I always wanted to, but I felt like it wasn't available to me. Just, like, because I'm not, I don't know any rich people. Like, it's just the only people that I've ever, like, seen who were interior designers from money. So I was like, it's not for me. Like, that's another lifetime. But I was like, fuck it. I'm just going to go to school. Then I actually, like, I'd hooked up with this guy and his boyfriend is an interior designer, and I didn't know that. And I posted my acceptance into the school, like, on my Instagram story. And he messaged me, and he was like, hey, I'm an interior designer. Like, do you want a job at this place? It was my first job. And I was like, okay. So I literally started that job before I even started school. And then, and lied. And then, because yep. uh, you got it. You got to fake it till you make it. Yeah. Like, whatever. Prove, I don't know. Prove Very it. New York. Very New yeah. York. Yeah. Um, yeah, you gotta be scrappy, but I got in Ray Can. 
yeah. But yeah, so I just, um, I worked that job and then I volleyed it into like another job at my current place and have been doing that. But yeah, I did like Crystal and I were actually Crystal and Caroline were like making fun of me a little bit last time I was home because you guys are like, so what are you, what are you doing now? Yep. Because it's like, it's every, it's like, oh, it used to change a lot. And I'm like, dude, what the fuck are you doing now? Like, (laughs) no, literally, like, I just would do anything and everything. Like, I, I don't even know. I was just curious, wanted to try 5,000 things at once. Yeah. Like, I had a hard time figuring out what to do with my life. Yeah. So, (laughs) hard, hard, hard time. Wait, your story is like amazing. Yeah, thank you. Oh my god. Like your journey is literally so incredible and I'm really happy to like see you where you are now. That's crazy. But in the best way though. Yeah. (laughs) No, I don't wanna like I don't wanna make this seem like like easy or like like anybody should just like do it. Just fucking do it. But like it was hard. It was like a lot of the stuff that I did were like moving here with nothing would not recommend that was (laughs) terrifying and like so so hard and like no would never do that again like i don't know trying to like get jobs like without even knowing what you're doing definitely more stress than necessary but like i don't know be scrappy just like fake it till you make it yeah get into it full sun people don't give you an opportunity unless like nowadays you need like what three to five years for an entry-level position doing like it's like who just has that at a college unless like they didn't have to work through college and they could just have internships so it's like you know it's not my fault that i have to lie it's with more privilege it's actually rich people's fault right (laughs) freaking right right blame the overprivileged (laughs) it is i don't want to do that wow so what you're doing now does that like satisfy your creative outlet or do you like want to do more or less like what are what are your thoughts on that um it does it does satisfy me creatively like for the most part um it calls on like so many like aspects of being creative like i have to i mean and i'm gonna sound like an asshole for saying this because like a lot of people think interior design is just like walking into a room and just like feeling it (laughs) but like it's very technical. Like I have to think about color in like a very intense, like technical way and like light and form and like materials. And I really like doing all that. You just have to be so sensitive. And, um, I like doing that. And I like that it's so technical, even though it sounds like bullshit. Like I've always like wanted to just have a job where I make money doing the most useless thing in the world. And so I love the fact that I can pick out pillows for like two weeks and get paid doing that. Oh my god! I don't want to do I anything. I love important. that. So, I do love it, but I'm definitely like not. No one thing is ever gonna satisfy me. Yeah. Like, I do like so many little other things for fun. Like, I just. Oh, do you? <laughs> oh yeah. I can't wait. That's actually the perfect <laughs> fucking transition for the mm-hmm. next uh, little topic section. What are your other creative outlets, David? Because <clears throat> I do not understand how you come up with some of these freaking looks. Oh, oh my God. <sighs> yeah. Okay. So recently, <clears throat> I think, are you talking about the one where like I was in like full drag? Yes. The silver. Hey. Yes, yeah. girl. Wait, I'm what? I'm going to send you pictures. I'm going to send you pictures and you're going to freaking die. You're going <laughs> to Stop. That is my favorite thing in the yeah. world. So I travel for work. 
And every single time I, sorry, the my window's like distracting me. There's like people walking. But every time I find, like, I'm on a trip with people that I like and that I want to go out with, I find a drag bar literally in every single city that we go to and we have a mm-hmm. blast. That is my favorite so thing to fun. do. Yeah. Oh my God. I love going to drag shows and I don't care where. I don't care if the drag queen is busted as fuck. It's always fun. <laughs> yes. It's always so much fun. Like oh you, you like cannot not have fun there. Like I don't care yeah. who you are, what you are. Like you will have fun at a drag show always. I agree. Yeah. Just yeah. Oh, I love that. I'm gonna have to follow your Instagram because now I'm curious. I love that so. Oh, much. it's you're gonna love it. You're gonna love it there. <laughs> Every time David comes out with something, and for Halloween too, like. Me and David, mm. Halloween, it's, we are, like, one. Like, we eat that shit up. And David is so fucking creative every time. Even if he throws it together and it's a fucking mess, it's like, but, like, how did you even get to this mess? Like, yeah. how did you even form these steps to get to the mess? Because the mess is messing in the exactly right way. But, like, where? Like, how do you... Tell me how and where your inspiration came for this silver look. I'm going to show Lysandra after, but, like, what the fuck? How? When? Where do you buy oh the God. clothes? What? Um, okay, so, well, first of all, I wanted to just throw a party that was, like, Martian prom-themed. Like, I love, like, I just love a prom, like, so much fun. And I was just thinking, like, if I could do prom now, I would kill. Versus, like, in high school, I was like, what the fuck? Like, what do we know? Yeah. Yeah. So, I wanted to, like, just relive that in, like, a healthy, like, not, like, weird way. But, um... So I was like, I want to do prom, but I also want to theme it. Like, wouldn't it be so fun to do, like, alien prom? And then I just got to, like, Martian prom. Mm-hmm. But so I started looking at, like, a bunch of, like, space age stuff and, like, looked at, like, 60s, like, mod sorts of things. And I love drag queens. Like, love drag queens. I watch Drag Race. I follow, like, from every country. I follow, like, every drag queen. I love it. And I love makeup. But, like, I was like, I'm just going to go fucking off I'm I'm gonna show up and I'm just gonna show out but yeah so I did that and I made like this headpiece I bought the dress on like some I don't even know I shopped for days to find a silver dress that would fit over my fat fucking tits because I got (laughs) like the silicone ones oh Oh, yeah literally although (laughs) one deflated one was straight up flat (laughs) I was like girl what I had to prop it up Honestly, that's really realistic. Most boobs aren't uh, symmetrical anyway. I, I for one, don't have symmetrical boobs, so you were just really living in real womanness. Yeah, right. (laughs) No, it it works. (laughs) We need to bring. Um, We need to bring fish back. We need to bring that to New Hampshire because literally, (laughs) (laughs) bitchy. Yeah, it was. It was fun, but um, that's where I got the inspo for that. And I do, like, to answer your question, like, I do, I don't do, like, drag drag, like, I don't have, like, a drag name, or, like, I don't, like, perform, but I like to do makeup, I'll, like, play with makeup, I have so much that I've just, like, gotten over the years, and I'll, like, play with it, I draw and paint, that's, like, where I started with everything creative, yeah. people know, like, in high school, like, I would draw all the time, paint and stuff, but, um, anything visual art, like, anything, like, crafty, yeah. Like, Drawing, painting, sculpting, any any of that, I've done all of it, and I like to do all of it. I just don't have a lot of time, so yeah. it's like, yeah. I try to get to it, but, like, I feel like I do so many little tiny things, and, like, my boyfriend, which I know we're going to get into later, yes. but, like, 
for mm-hmm. like for a long time was just like I would just pick something up all of a sudden and he's like when did you learn how to do that and I was like oh like six years ago and he was like what the fuck mm-hmm. like you never talk about that but it's just I I, ha- I like to have a lot of hobbies yeah, yeah. oh you definitely do yeah. do you okay. have her phone right there David I'm actually on my phone do you have your Eric do you have Instagram on your iPad yeah. Do you want to pull up those pictures? Lysandra asked your question, but I I need you to see a couple of David's oh, like prize I, fucking photos. I really need yes. you to see right now. No, I was just going to mention because you mentioned Halloween and how you guys go all out. I have not had a night out for Halloween in so long, like so many years. So we're either doing a New York trip or you guys are coming to Houston. <sighs> and we're spending Halloween together because I would die. Yes. I wonder, David, would you want to come to Jamaica with us? <gasps> yeah, David's a traveler. David travels too. Oh my god, yeah. I've never been to Jamaica. I do want to go. Yes, please come. Love it. We'll definitely get into that after. I'll at least just get it in your head just to think about it. But we're thinking like going kind of big. And the more the merrier. Like I'm trying to rent a fucking catamaran. If we can get six people, we're renting a boat. Oh, renting yes. A boat. I, all I ever want is to be on a fucking catamaran. Yep. It's uh, drunk. Yep. I want to be in the water and they're throwing me beers yep. in the water. Yes. Like that. Yes, yes, yes. Oh. We need to make it happen. Yes. Yeah, ever since I got you drunk on that like, sailboat, David, it's just like, I really want to do it again. <laughs> that was fucked up. <laughs> He's like, not again. Can you see? <gasps> oh my God. It looks psycho like this. Though. There's no so way, like, dude. What? And that's this is like not even the best in my it's against each other. <gasps> oh my god. And you I made that bad. headpiece, David. I made the headpiece, yeah. Wow. Oh it, no, no, no. Yes, you guys are definitely coming to Houston so we can spend Halloween together. I love Halloween. Oh yes, I love that. Okay, so how do you feel about like women in drag? One hundred percent. It's possible. Yeah. I really don't like the conversation about like women can't do drag. It's for gay men. Yeah. Like that's fucking stupid because trans women pretty much started it and like are like huge patrons of right. it. Like, um, not patrons, huge like figures in the drag scene. And like, I don't know. I, women can do drag 100%. It's not even about like your born gender. It's about like a persona that you like put yeah, on. Agreed. Yeah. I, women can do drag. Yes. And there are women who, do yes all the time yes. i don't know so, it, it gets so hairy like when you see like on rupaul's drag race you see now thankfully like trans people mm-hmm. on rupaul's drag race for a while that wasn't allowed um do you remember carmen we, carrera like yes. she was a big one and i say she because now she's a trans woman but when she was on rupaul's everybody was like you look like a t- you look too much like a girl like you're passing like you look like a woman like they gave her so much right. shit even though she oh was my- in drag she just always was very feminine looking and now she's like fully a trans woman and she's fucking hot as hell. Like she looks, she looks great. Like it's crazy. Yeah. I didn't know that was a thing with RuPaul's Drag Race. That's kind of sad. Yeah. For, for a little bit, like people were like upset and would ask him like, why aren't you like featuring trans women? And I don't know. He was like saying something about how it's just not his conversation to have, which is fair. Cause he's not trans. Yeah. Like he's a cis man, but like, Drag is just, like, for anybody. It's period. drag. Yeah. Drag is drag. If you're in drag, shitty drag, cheap drag, yeah. expensive drag. Yeah. It's, yeah. It's drag. I, love- I agree. 
Yeah, I miss cheap drag. <laughs> I, I miss the busted girls. Like, what, everybody's so, like, all these queens that get on the show are so rich, and they have, like, so much money in their costumes. And I'm like, no, give me, like, a trash Yeah, give me, costume. like, a thrift yeah. drag look. Like, go to the thrift store and get like- dragged out. Like. Yeah. I miss that. Crazy. So, yeah. No, I could get into it, but, like. I, I just remember, I remember hearing somebody a couple years ago ask me, like, what do you think of this woman who's going to be on Drag Race UK? And she's, like, a lesbian, cisgendered woman, and she was going to be on Drag Race. And um, people were, like, up in arms about it. And I'm just like, why? What changes? Yeah. When you put on the drag, what changes? Right. And, like, what if, like, this little twink gets on and then three years later just, like, feels like they're trans and, like, transitions, like, Laganja. Yes. You know? It's now a trans woman. Like, what is different about yeah. the drag? In terms of the drag, it, nothing's different. So, I don't know. I know it's like you sensitive, are- but I'm with you. Yeah. I know that's why I always ask those questions carefully. So I'm glad you're like open about it because I don't want to offend anyone. I just want to like know. Like, Go ahead, curiously. say it, David. <laughs> He's like, no. I don't give a shit. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not offended. <laughs> David is like yeah, borderline undefendable. Like, <laughs> I love it. Oh, yeah, God. that's what that's what I want to create. I just want to be able to have those conversations and not like tiptoe around anything. So, yeah, I love that. He uses like okay, the, so- he uses the faggot words so freely, and it makes me uncomfortable. I'm like, David, stop. No! <laughs> I was honestly, I almost said it. I almost said it, and I was like, nah, I don't know. Go ahead. Go on, David, because sometimes you say that shit. And <laughs> he even will say it. You know when people say, like, oh, that's gay, like, meaning that's stupid? And, like, people will try not to say that, like, if you care because it's insensitive. David's really out here, gay as fuck, talking about, what a faggot, about, it, like, a straight man. <laughs> <laughs> it's funny. It's funny. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. I love it. I love it. Yeah. Faggot and cunt are like my yep. favorite fucking oh, words. I love the word cunt. Oh. Love cunt. As like a good thing. Like, oh my god, this pizza. Cunty. Cunt. It's very cunty, hunty. Yeah. yeah. This coffee is cunt. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like that's just a thing. It's fish, cunt. Like, love it. <clears throat> <laughs> um, okay, so on the topic of like drag and stuff, um, when did you realize you were gay? Oh my god. When I, the first time I realized I was gay, I was, it was literally, I remember viscerally, it was first grade. It was the first day, first grade. And I, there was this girl, I forget her name, but I would absolutely name drop her right now if I do remember, (laughs) but her older brother was like really cute. And I remember like, as kids, like he was like known amongst like the little girls for like being kind of cute. Um, and him and like these two other boys were wearing sunglasses and doing this like fucking like i don't even know like number together for like the first day for like all the new first graders and i remember thinking he's so cute and then immediately responding to myself and being like no that's bad do not think that like absolutely not and um it didn't bother me but like i do remember that was my first like actualized gay thought and like conditioned reaction to it like um But, like, way before that, I remember, like, now I can see, like, I would watch, like, Backstreet Boys videos and feel really uncomfortable. (laughs) I'd be like, 
they're so hot. But like, I didn't have the vocabulary for that. So I, but I can remember feeling like attracted and really uncomfortable with that. Like not really sure what that was about. So I've been gay forever. Like I literally, yeah, forever. So have that thought (laughs) of like being conditioned to not want to think about that stuff. Was it like a religious thing or was it just because like, you know, boys do boy things, girls do girl things or. Hmm. I don't, it was not religious. Not my family was never religious, but um, I don't know. Honestly, I like my parents were pretty good about letting me explore whatever I wanted. Like when I was little, I had Barbies. I'm the oldest, so I didn't like inherit them from anybody else. Like I would ask for Barbies. That that was the toy that I got. Um, I played with them. I also did little boy stuff too, like traditional little boy stuff, but. I don't know. I think it was just socially mm-hmm. conditioned. Like, I just understood that, like, that's not good. Yeah. You know? But we had, like, gay... I remember one of my neighbors, her sister was gay growing up, and nobody really said anything bad about her, but it was different because one of my dad's best friends growing up came out, and, like, we, the family did not talk to him. So I think it's different for, like, men in my family. There was, like, a different sort of, like, attitude towards gay men versus gay women. So I think I just kind of understood, like, not good, not cool. Yeah. I, like, yeah. want to know why that's a thing. I was watching a video earlier of um, these two couples. It was, like, a lesbian couple and then a gay couple. And they separated. And the and this was at Mardi Gras. Like, Really? It was so confusing, <laughs> yeah. So the couple, like, went off. Um, like, the gay couple went off to get food. Um and they were being like spit at and like all these different things, like disgusting things. And no, nothing happened to the girls. So like, that's like the clear difference between lesbians and like, not lesbians, but like, you know, like a lesbian couple and a gay couple. Like it's disgusting. Hmm, that's interesting. <clears throat> you know, I remember in high school, I worked in a food court and, um, I remember being so terrified of straight men, and there was a specific type of straight man that I clocked. Like, I just could immediately tell this person was going to, like, maybe be a problem for me. But, like, it was always, like, a dad, and he would always be, like, real, like, buddy-buddy and want to be, like, mask and shit. And, like, I'm just not. Like, I never was. Like, don't ever try. Just, like, for the general public, don't ever try to give me, like, a man handshake. Like, whatever, you know, like, (laughs) never. I'm never down with it. I never, I don't get it. I can't do it. It's not going to be cool. We're both going to be weird. Don't try it. And he would like, men would do shit like that. Like come up and try to be like, oh, buddy, buddy. Here's this like little like young man, whatever. And once I started talking, it was like their attitude would flip and they would just be rude. And I always felt like it was disappointment. Like I honestly think that straight men see a man acting effeminate and think, like you have betrayed your masculinity. Yeah. It's literally this disgusting, like like honoring of the patriarchy in this way that like straight men are like literally mad at effeminate men for like sort of giving up something that was like it's like, you know, you have a pocket full of gold, why would you just throw it on the ground? Right. Like yeah. it's if that makes any sense. Like that was always how I felt about it. Um, yeah. It, a disappointment in me for being right when i could just be masculine yeah i think that's what it is but like a woman is invited to like be masculine she's almost like 
I feel like lesbians, I remember in high school, like there were many queer women mm-hmm. and like, um, I don't, I, I mean, I don't know their experience, but I never heard anything bad about them, but I do remember hearing that about every single queer man yeah. that walked around. So there definitely know. is, um, <clears throat> I mean, obviously there's definitely differences how men and women are treated as a general scope, but even like for me mm. and my family, there's always been gay butch women. And obviously my family's white. I don't know if you guys know that stud is actually a term for a black masculine mm-hmm. lesbian. It's not for white women. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah so white women are like dykes and butches, you know, but when you see a color, a person of color, that's a masculine presenting female <clears> or <throat> like, you know, it's a stud. They're a stud. But even in my family, huh. there's always been like, there's, I think I have two gay, cous- like gay women cousins, you know, like whatever. But it's like, and I don't think, I don't know if we have any super gay men in my family, but it's like, they've always been around. They've always been around. They've always been out. They wore, you know, they wore men's clothes. They acted, you know, they had girlfriends or they were married or they had kids and they had families. But it's like, even if you think about it, like just in society, you always hear, especially about the older generation, you hear about them coming out when they're like 40 or 50, but their sisters were already out, yeah. you know, they were already acting gay and shit, but it's like the men wait till they're super old and be like, well, now I'm gay. I got to divorce my wife. I've got four kids. You know, now I got to restart my entire life. And it's like, you just see it all yeah. the time. And I, I, I think it, I think part of it is like a fetish, especially just if we're talking about like the patriarchy and like, you know, heterosexual, just cis men, you know, just the, just the gross ones but it's just like there's something mm-hmm. about girls on girls that just always fucking revs their gears but men on men exactly like you said they're like oh you're like you're like disrespecting masculinity you're disrespecting all of us like yeah. they take it so personal it's like it's not about you and honestly yeah, so right. many freaking straight men now are dl down low yeah you yeah. love fucking feminine boys you love and some of them mm-hmm. get fucked too and i'm like i've i've caught a bunch of guys even my age i've caught multiple men i won't name names about who or how I caught them. But you know, there's a couple trans girls that we grew up with in Nashua. Oh. And I'll be like, hey girl, who's in your DMs? Boop, 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 boop. I said, nope. Seen you. Yeah. Seen you. Seen you. That's juicy. That's a thing. Yep. And I'm like, y'all ain't fooling me. Also, being older now, I love being in the same room with like a straight, like a butch straight man, because me standing in front of them and like not letting, like not backing down whatsoever about being a huge faggot. And then they're in front of me and they're doing so much work to seem like yeah. a man. Yeah. And it's like doing the most. And then they see me and I'm just like, I'm mm-hmm. and I, that I love watching them be like confronted with the fact that they are doing so much fucking work yeah. to look like. And it's like nobody cares. Literally, no one cares, like at all. I love and that. Being a woman too, like you look, like I don't know about like anyone else, but I look for men that aren't afraid to be in that space. Like, I love a man who can like dip in the feminine side of him, and like it doesn't have to be in a gay way at all. Like, I don't know why people like assume that feminine and like gay is like the same thing, which is not right. <laughs> but like, I. Want- yeah. who's like going to be comfortable in that space and it's not going to make them un- uncomfortable right no that's huge yeah honestly i won't even date somebody who's homophobic honestly like if i hear shit oh, if you're no. open to learning and you're it's just something you don't understand because you've never been around it then that's different but mm-hmm. if you're like 
gonna say anything and if you're especially if they're super sexist about it and because you know i'm fucking gay like so if they're like yeah it's cool if you do it but your gay friend fuck no i'm like well bye then we're not gonna be together Mm. i'm not gonna sit here and beg you to fucking accept it if you don't want to accept it fine but you're just not gonna be a part of my simulation baby bye right exactly (laughs) and at that point it's not even just for me it's like all of my sisters are gay all three all Uh, three of us are gay uh oh (laughs) my cousin is gay Gay like i have so many exactly it's just like it's not only for me but like you're not going to accept my family so what the fuck is the point (laughs) right and i mean a big it's a big like you know Mm -hmm. somebody's homophobic literally being fat phobic being racist not that fucking far away i believe yep. a bigot, it's a big yeah, not a, even a bad group that they're prejudiced against it's just about them being like narrow-minded and thinking like believing these like awful things about a certain group of people and that's that thinking is transmutable so yep. it can apply to anybody and i don't know i agree totally agree so obviously so we grew up together and i can't really think of a time when you came out i know you did but what like what did did you you came out to your family i'm assuming right like or was it also just unspoken as well (laughs) um no i'm trying to think of like the timeline because i know that you were in manchester for a couple years i think that i mm, i don't know okay so i came out i came out I remember watching Apollo 13 oh, with my brother. And I remember, like, for some reason, completely unrelated to the movie, just being like, oh, it's totally fine that I'm gay. Like, it's totally, like, genuinely, like, I'm okay with that. And if people don't like that, I'm okay with that. And then I just, like, told random friends. I think I was 15, or I was 16. This was junior, or sophomore yeah, year Yeah, that's when I left. In, like, yeah. yeah. Okay, that makes sense. Yeah, I did tell some friends, but, like, it was kind of, like, not yeah. necessary <laughs> like, you know what i mean like obviously and i remember when i did it i was like this was so stupid and humiliating and like it's just awkward to have to tell people like oh just so you know like yeah. i love dick and they're like er, okay i don't have a dick i don't care you know like my friends were just like that's thanks for telling me but also like you didn't need to do that yep. but at the same time you're socially pressured to come out and like fucking reveal yourself and it's weird so I actually resented coming out for years and years and years. And I always told my friends, because I didn't come out to my family until I was 21. And I was like, I'm not, I'm just not. Like, they'll know when it applies to them, like when I have a boyfriend or something. But like, until then, fuck that. It's weird. And if, I don't know, I hated it. So I just hated it. But then when I moved to New York, I started to just like be more like embodied in like my queerness. And so... I felt like going home, I was lying. I'm like, mm-hmm. in a lot of ways, I felt like I was hiding. And I'm like, I hate hiding anything. Um, especially after being like in the closet for years. I was like, I'm not doing that anymore. Not. So I remember I like visited home and then I realized I, have, but I didn't want to be like home and come out and like my family ask a bunch of questions. So it's like, I wanted them to just come to terms with me being gay on their own time. Like, I already came to terms with it. I don't need to help you do that. Like, that's your yep. business, really. So I got back to New York, and I baked a cake, and I just, like, wrote, I'm gay on it. Because I used to, like, bake a lot oh. at that time. <laughs> I, I'm gay, and I just sent a pic to my mom. And 
she just responded, what yep. took you so long? <laughs> That's what I mean. And we've had this conversation. It's just like, and it wasn't like I ever hung out with you and I'm like, oh, David's definitely gay. It was just like, I know he's not straight, but it just, it. I don't even know how to explain it. Like, it just didn't occur to me. Like you said, it just wasn't necessary. Like, we all knew you weren't into fucking girls. Like, but it wasn't even like, yeah. oh, David's gay. Like, it's such a weird thing to explain. But it's just like, I just was so unbothered by it. I didn't, I didn't care. I just loved you. You were just my best friend and we skipped gym class and we didn't give a fuck. Like, that was just it. Yeah. Like, yeah. I also just like didn't ever make it like a topic of conversation. Like a lot of gay people, and I won't name names. But, like, a lot of gay people in high school would constantly try to talk about, like, Oh, I already know and, like, who you're talking about. Perform- I know exactly who you're talking great. about. Yeah. And <laughs> I remember thinking to myself, like, shut up, shut up, shut up. Like, don't do that. You're making you're this building bad it. for yeah. yourself. Yeah. Like, you're at, you're inviting people yeah. to argue yep. with you. That's all you're doing. Because nobody... So, I remember specifically never coming anywhere close to talking about my sexuality. And... Then, like, years later, people were like, oh, yeah, I just thought you were asexual. Like, honestly. Because I just didn't, literally didn't embody sexuality. Yeah. Like, I just, I also just genuinely didn't give a shit. I don't know why in high school I didn't, I was, I didn't have really any crushes. I didn't, like, talk to anybody. Like, I, yeah, and there were no gays. (laughs) Like, there were no, like, honest gays except one of my friends. And, like, we were, like, best friends. So, like, it's just, like, not gonna be... There was no pool. Yeah. To like, you know? That is funny. Uh, I feel, I know exactly, I know exactly what you're talking about. And I just think that's so funny right now. Yeah. Try, it just, we all knew. They were, they were more gay presenting than you. Like. Right. Who are you trying to fool? Yourself? Because we don't believe you. Right. It's like. Maybe. Yeah. I mean, yeah, that could have, but at the same time, it's like, don't try to get me to buy it. I'm not buying it. We don't have no. to, we don't have to shop. You can go to the I'm next house fine. and knock on their door because I'm, I'm not fucking taking it. <laughs> right. I'm not nope. shopping and I'm not buying. So stop yeah. trying to pitch this product to me. I am not the I'm intended not, target. I don't like it. <laughs> Literally. <laughs> so, um, oh my god. Um, so you mentioned that you have a boyfriend, but what was it like in like the dating like gay world, mm-hmm. like gay dating in New York? <laughs> Um, I love that. Well, I mean, <laughs> I was honestly, I was just like a huge whore when I first, no, okay. I first moved here and I didn't go on a single date. I didn't hook up with anybody for like a year. And, um, I came here a virgin. I was 20 and I was almost 21. And I'm like, I'm not going to be 21 and a virgin. So I just like <laughs> up with a random guy off grinder. And it was fine. I had no hangups about, like, my virginity or anything like that. Um, and then I just kind of kept doing that, like, casual fun for a few years. And then realized, like, everybody I was hooking up with, I was, like, purposely going for, like, assholes. Or, like, the worst fucking people that I knew it would never, ever turn into something. Because I was, like, terrified that I would like them and, like, want to date. I was just scared of dating. Yeah. I don't know. And so I, like, finally was just honest with myself. And I'm, like, just date like if you're gonna date just date like don't like dressing yourself out so i just started dating and then yeah i met my boyfriend just from like grinder actually we lived in the same neighborhood so i met him on grinder and tinder because they're like location based um 
and we chatted, but I always blew him off. Um, and he would always try to hook up and I'm like, no, because this person I knew I was going to like, is yeah, the type of person I would like. So, so I blew him off. And then we like, um, I was at the gym one day and he fucking walked in and I was like, are you kidding me? Like, are you kidding me? And I was so t- scared that he was going to talk to me <laughs> and he didn't. And I didn't talk to him. We were literally side by side on like machines for like an hour, like working out, didn't say a word, even though he's absolutely seen my asshole. <laughs> so like, literally like a week later, <laughs> a week later, like, yeah, we met up or actually that night we messaged each other. Like, did I see you at the like, gym? As, as if we don't know y'all could have fucking touched pinkies. Like, <laughs> was that you at the gym like absolutely but we um we like met up and then literally like since then just we pretty much started dating like almost immediately it felt it felt like did you guys like actually ask each other out oh. or was it just unspoken no we did because i like i need things to be said like i'm unspoken. not into, like the no i'm not going i'm not navigating life by like these unspoken statements mm-hmm. you say it mm-hmm. mean that i can like hold on to something real you know what i mean like i'm not trying to be like but i felt like you're dating like no i want you to be like it's let me jot down some notes because <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> no like no games no games i hate the dating game like no texting three times because you'll look right like no like or I'm scared to text him because I texted him two days ago and I want him to text me now. Like, I don't, I didn't play any of that. I just was like, you want this or not, baby? Being very normal. No, I'm just not playing it. That's stressful to me. That makes me anxious. I'm like, I'm not doing that. So we did at one point, like, talk about it. We're like, should we date? And we're both like, yeah. And we're like, <laughs> okay, so we're dating now. And it was like, love that. I yeah. love that. So, how long have you guys been together now? Um, this was in 2018, June, 2018, five years, how long is that? This year is five, I think. Yeah. Um, so I already know this answer, but I think, cause I think I asked you, but do you think you guys are going to be together forever? There's like, yeah, like it's definitely. Yeah. Yeah. We'll get married. We'll get married. I know that you're going to ask about marriage. So it's like. We can go, okay, so marriage is weird for me just because, like, my parents are divorced, tales all the time. Like, it's weird to me. Marriage is a little iffy. But I don't know. Uh, we will get married. I also, growing up being gay, you know, gays could not get married. And I accepted that before I even really knew that I was gay. I was like, yeah, gays don't get married. Mm-hmm. It's just a fact. So when I, like, as an adult, I constantly. I honestly constantly forget that, like, you can get married and, like, it's, it can be, like, a normal mm-hmm. thing for you and your partner. So, yeah, we will get married. But I think also being, like, growing up gay and not knowing if I even could be married, um, it just not being available. And then also my parents being, they had, like, a nasty divorce and feeling like that was a lot of, like, chaos for like something as stupid as like a fucking government document saying like you're married like Mm -hmm. who cares you know so in a lot of ways i don't value it i don't think it really matters unless it matters to you i think it's sweet and i probably i will do it but um if i'm gonna have a wedding i'm gonna like have a fucking wedding because of all that like there's to me there's no reason realistically to get married unless you do it for fun yeah you know what i mean like because it's for fun it shouldn't be that serious you don't need to get married to like mean anything about your relationship so 
I, if I'm going to get married or when I get married, I'm going to have a fucking Oh wedding. my God. I can't <laughs> fucking Yay! marry. I love that. I, Literally, that's going to be freaking amazing. Have you seen Sex in the City yeah. 2 at the gay wedding where they have Liza Minnelli? Yes, bitch. And the, yeah. the yeah. gay choir. And they're all like. Like, <laughs> I, I want it to be like that. Like, oh, uh, just ridiculous. Like, to, I was talking to my mom about this and she was like, you know, you don't need, because I was kind of stressing out for no reason. I was like, how will I afford it? And she's like, you're not engaged. Like, <laughs> you literally talked about it, like, once. Like, you're good. You have time. And I was like, no, but you don't understand. Like, I need it to be, like, a whole to-do. Like, it needs to be fucking massive. And she's like, my friend got married in her living room. And, like, that's all you need. And I'm like, why the fuck would I have my friends come over to see me get married in a that's living room? Right. No. <laughs> Open bar. Open bar. Open bar. Yes. And I'm feeding and we're gonna dance yes. and everybody better dress up nice like i don't know <laughs> a wedding is stupid yeah so make oh my it fun. god that's gonna be the best fucking wedding ever and if you want to do a habit at a destination just to get our fucking asses out of this bitch i'm down <laughs> yeah i thought you know that designer jackamus sure. jackamus i don't know he makes like those little tiny bags but he got married he's gay he got married in like the countryside of Ooh. like france where he's from and it was, like, very stripped down. Like, they had, like, a long dining table. Him and his husband wore, like, normal-looking suits. Like, there was, like, maybe 50 guests. Like, it was, like, nothing fancy. But then they had this entire dance floor, and he had racks and racks and racks of gowns and made every single person oh change God, into a gown to so dance. Cool. Oh, my God. I love that. that. Yes. So fun. So that's where that's the budget will go. That's idea. such a good idea. Right? Oh, my God. Because yeah. once again, weddings are stupid. So you, and you, yeah. I always say, it's I don't know, part. it's, I always get his name wrong because his Instagram name is Brenny Lynn. So I always want to say Brennan, but it's Brendan. Yeah. I always want to say Brennan yes, just because his thing is Brennan or whatever the hell it is every time. But um, Brenny Lynn. he just matches, yeah. oh, he just matches your energy so well. And I just feel like you guys make so much fucking sense like two plus two equals fucking four for you guys and i just feel like your <laughs> wedding will be so fun with his friends your friends your energies like mixing together with the crowd like i just yeah that'll yeah. be so freaking great like you guys are different but like also like he just eats up all your fucking shenanigans like he i, I feel like he doesn't even bat an eye <laughs> yes oh my god no he does not i know honestly so lucky because Last weekend, I had a corset on pads and tits, and he just thought it was the funnest thing in the world. Mm -hmm. Like, this would freak people out. This could freak oh out. Oh, my God. I'm obsessed with you. Ugh. It was so fun. But, no, he's like a theater gay. So, <laughs> if anything, he's doing more. Like he's Yeah, doing his little, most. like, breaking news segments. Fucking, I don't even understand how he comes up with some of the shit that he fucking says. Every time I'm watching, I'm like, his brain must be so interesting. Like... <laughs> Oh, wait, Crystal, can you follow yeah, them? Yeah, I will. I will. So oh, I my God. You're going to love it. Just like for weekly yeah. entertainment. Oh, I love it. <laughs> oh, my God. I know. I'm like on Instagram. I'm like, I never post. I did post a pic of me in like yeah. makeup just because I was like, why not? But I'm yeah. like into my stories. Yes. I love a story. Yeah, I love seeing your stories. That's about it. Me too. I love getting raunchy on me. Oh, yeah, I got a close friend. You got oh, a close no, I'm friend. Oh, I'm public. I'm public, too. I'm oh. public. I, I, I don't give my old bitch pics, and I'm public, it's baby. I ah, oh, my God. <laughs> I'm just scared. I'm like, well, I made mine private, but I'm like, what if somebody from yeah. work, like, looked me yeah. up? 
and then saw me like with my straight up because I do have a pic of me like with just pads over my corset with my breastplate and I yeah. just look like a nude woman and, I, <laughs> and I'm like I saw that I love that it might be weird okay so tell us what your love language is Ooh. oh my god like both. to give or get both both okay I feel like my love language like my receptive love language is like quality time. Like I need truly quality time, like on a daily basis, but it doesn't need to be a lot. Like I just like need to like eat dinner with Brendan every night. Like I like having, like we sit down, we put something stupid on TV, we eat dinner. And then after that, do whatever the fuck you want. But like my day isn't right. If like, we don't have that like moment together. Like I feel like we're not, I don't know for me, it's quality time. Um, and then to, like, give, it's definitely, like, acts of mm-hmm. service, if that's what it's called. Mm-hmm. Like, I just love doing, like, little favors for people. Like, especially things that, like, like, Brennan might have forgot that he, like, wanted something. And, I don't know, like, once he, like, said he wanted a share t-shirt. And um, I remember that. And I just saw one when I was shopping. So I got it for him. And I know that's, like, gift-giving territory. But for me, it was more like, I did you something that I knew you were never going to do for yourself. So, here. I like doing that, like cooking for him, like or anybody. Love that. Also, yeah, love. You're really. Do you yeah. think either one of you leads the relationship more at all? No, it's very fifty-fifty. No. Although you know, I've ever heard like there's always a yeah. gardener and there's always a garden in a relationship. Sometimes I feel like I'm the garden because I need more poured into you a lot, especially. Yeah, but I also don't know if that's just circumstantial because, like, the past couple years, I, like, went to school and then started this job, which has been, like, insane. So I don't know if I'm just the garden right now. But sometimes I'm like, wow, I need a lot. (laughs) That's okay, though. That's okay. Yeah. High maintenance Oh, it should look like it is. (laughs) The bare minimum is not enough, baby. I say that on every episode, it seems, but people need to hear it and stop accepting it. Ugh. that's true so i don't think i've ever i mean do you and do, do you go on dates do you guys go on dates or do you just hang out or is your quality time at home dinner that is that your date like what's what was... oh my god <laughs> like, i thought you went yeah, with other time. people um <laughs> i was like oh damn um we we do go on dates like yeah we do we used to do it more before we lived together like it would be like a weekly thing we'd be like let's go on a date so, I don't know. We do, but it's more more like at home. Like yeah. at the end of the day, I just if you can have home. like the perfect yeah. date, I don't want to... your dream date. What would you want it to be? It could be crazy. It doesn't even have to be just you two. Like if your ideal date is a fucking disgusting, just hot mess of a group of friends, like what what what's your what's your ideal date? Uh-huh. Um, like if you could just picture it in your date. mind, the perfect date. Just once in a lifetime shit. Honestly, I feel like um, maybe this comes from like living together and just like a normal date is like we can do that anytime. I feel like ideally what would really fucking rock is if we like went to a party together and then just like didn't talk, like didn't talk to each other. We just like split up, like mingled, but then constantly sort of like played like a psychosexual game of like 
I don't even know. Like, I'm not looking, like, I'm not talking to you. But then we're like noticing each other. And then at the end, we just like, oh my God, see, I need to say something, something. outlandish as fuck. Oh. Yeah, that could be. The is that a date? For you. It is. Okay. Yeah. I would like love that. Yeah, I don't know. I've done this before. Like, I don't know how, but I, one time I was at a bar with my friend Sam and um, I was so drunk, but apparently there was this. <laughs> There was this guy that I'd noticed, and I remember noticing him in the bar and just, like, making eyes at him. And he, like, I couldn't tell if he was making eyes at me, but I kind of kept, like, kept him on my radar. Sam said that me and him were, like, me and Sam were talking. We're just standing there talking, like, whatever. And he said, out of nowhere, that guy walked up. I had not spoken to him all night. Walked up, immediately started macking it. Like, I just feel like that psychosexual, like, maybe it's kind of cat and mouse. I don't know. I love that. Just the unspoken. Oh my god! I it's funny. I did it on a mega bus too. Once I got a hand job. This was checking out. No, but <laughs> I, I I'm not that? even. I, I don't even know why I dropped my jaw like that. I'm not shocked. <laughs> <laughs> but it was the same thing. A regular Tuesday. Saw some guy. Saw some guy made eyes, and then like he came and sat next to me, and then I don't know how because we literally didn't say a word to each other for the entire like five hour ride from New York to Boston. Ended up totally giving each other a hand job right on the bus yeah i know it and i live for that oh my I god i fucking love that for you bitch live your fucking life. i feel like you two need to go to a bar and pretend like you don't know each other and like re you know pretend like you're you're trying to get you know like i want that that's it. <laughs> that's what i mean i don't know there's something so like interesting yeah. about like no words yeah. just but i love that i think that's so fun yeah. I'm definitely, i definitely would like to do that one day like i'm gonna go to this bar at six you show up within the next two hours um and try and see if you can get me see if you can press me all over again <laughs> I'm, I'm not gonna make it so <laughs> i'm <be> a drink <laughs> be prepared so yeah, literally yep we're gonna fucking work make for this fucking work again <laughs> <laughs> Oh, so speaking of that would you consider that like a kink maybe yeah maybe i don't even know what to call it who's ringing i don't know what would you even call that right like, psycho That's psycho, psycho? No. Mm-hmm. just being psycho <laughs> no honestly i mean gays talk about having kinks all the time like brendan and i are open like so we do like hook up with other people occasionally and we're like on some of the apps and like people are always asking like what are your kinks or like the app will just be like list your kinks, <clears throat> and i never know like i never know yeah but i don't know there are some crazy stuff that's kinks apparently baseball hats are a kink and to be completely honest i don't know why baseball hats that's yes but like if somebody's wearing a baseball hat, like, I not only think it's hot, it, like, almost does everything. Like, I could think the guy's, like, crystal. Like, a baseball hat? <laughs> I feel like it's, yeah, like, catfishing. Hat, like, know. it's kind of, like, intriguing. Like, what's under there? Maybe, yeah. Or, like, it's, like, <laughs> maybe it's, like, somebody told me it's, like, a role-play thing. Like, Maybe, like, the figure of, like, a sports coach is just so hot to me for some reason that, like, if you kind of cosplay that, I'm down. Like, I'm down. <laughs> I love that. I don't know. Um, 
Okay, so let's switch it up to story time. Um, what is your craziest night out? And I'm sure you've got more than one too. So that's a good. Yeah, I was thinking about this. Um, most recently, this was like the summer after, like, I don't want to say after COVID because, like, it's still I fucking have COVID right now, but. You know what I mean? Like after quarantine, when people were like, really like, oh my God, we're back. Clubs are open, whatever. Yeah. That summer in New York City was truly unhinged. And I, oh my God, like, so all I remember is just being hungover all the time. But um, <laughs> we went out and it was like all day. I think we went to like a br- like a brunch, a boozy brunch or some shit. I was shit faced by like eight. Um, and we went to this party and it's still light out. And um, it was on the roof. I peed on the AstroTurf because I thought it was grass. I'm on a, I completely forgot I'm on a roof. It's AstroTurf. And then I ended up laying in it, taking pictures, because I forgot that I then peed on it. Um, keep in mind, when I'm, like, really drunk, I'm still somehow able to, like, dr- yeah. like I'm good. I got yeah, it I together. I'm not, like, the- And that's what people <laughs> like, I can't get up, change no. my underwear. Like, <laughs> Yeah, literally. And, but until then, I'm, like, Oop. I could drive a car. Um... Well, if I had, you a, still I don't, don't have, have a license, license so you know, fucking but... city bitch. No, I don't. I really need. Well, I don't need. Yeah, to, but I, I want to. But anyway, so we're at this party, and then we decide to leave for some reason, and um, cops show up as I'm walking out of the building, and I fully have like a forty <laughs> in my hand, and I'm like, "Hey, like, <laughs> what? I wasn't there, but like, I get on the street, and I immediately start screaming up to people on the roof, "There are cops! There are cops!" and um. They're like, what? There's cops? And I was like, yeah. These, like, maybe five or six people, like, their heads just, like, over the side of the building. Like, what? And then I see them dip and go away. And I thought they're, like, going to tell people there are cops. And there are cops at the foot of the building looking up at these people, too. And I'm screaming (laughs) at them, like, run. Um, And then they come back. They all dip their head over. All of them have a full fucking cup of, like, beer and shit and just pour it over the roof on the cops. And it goes down, like, five stories hits all the cops and it was absolutely oh. my fault because I was telling them there are cops. All the cops turned and looked at me like, are you fucking kidding me? <laughs> and like soaked in like beer and probably like, oh like whatever they could find. And um, I think our Uber like pulled up or something. I don't know how, but like we got away from that. But, like, the- wow. That was recently. Somewhat recently. That actually is Whoops. fucking crazy. I did not expect you to say they dumped their fucking beers. Like, what is this? The parent trap? <laughs> no, it went from like, it went from zero to 150 in like a second. I, and when they did it, oh my God. First of all, some of them just dropped the whole cup. It wasn't like they poured it. Like they just dropped the whole fucking thing. And when it happened, my friend Mary said that I just screamed, <laughs> no, like just screamed like, <laughs> Like not oh what I wanted gosh. you to do. <laughs> wow. That no, that's actually insane. Jeez. Oh. So Oops. my favorite part. Um, and as we know, free promo out here, the Little Mermaid live action comes out fucking May. <gasps> and I am already oh. so excited. Yeah. I cried so watching that preview. So- so good. I cannot wait. I'm so excited. Did you see the new the one? New, the yes. New yes. The you saw the, the jellyfish? New, but like the second one? Yes. Okay. Yes. I. Oh my god. I literally cannot wait. I grew up watching oh, Little Mermaid. So like 
Yeah. Oh my god. Me so me and David are super into mermaids and I think we could write like a fucking thesis on our ideas or like even just a whole fucking and I'm I'm going to call it fact. It's a fucking book. It's 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 biblical at this point. Like <laughs> Oh my you know god, yes, you are writing a did, Wait, did you finish? I, no. Okay, two things actually. No, I am writing like a mermaid young adult fantasy book because I'm just like, why not? But I did actually write my college like I had to have like a an essay. Yeah, like a I'll call it a thesis, but this was design school, so it wasn't like real. But I I wrote it on the history of mermaids, like the alchemical history of mermaids. Literally into it, my teacher's like, okay, love that. Sure. So it's obviously very <laughs> physical for us, right? I mean, you've had you've been in a mermaid tale. So oh, yeah. when we were on the island, I mean, we're swim. We're I swim, David swims. It's it's H two O out here. It's Amon or your tail, you know. Yeah. We're in the water. Okay, in the water. But mm-hmm. we go into so much depth. We talk about different like what how how different mermaids would be like if they're in like the arctic or if they're in like just any the climate you know what i mean so like deep sea fish tropical fish the fish they're like they're all different yeah we what was the one what were we talking about like was it the was it the arctic ones something something have you seen siren lisandro no i haven't Mm. What it's is happening? It is. It's um. It's a mermaid show, but it's real people. Oh, is that based in another country? Yeah. No, oh. it's based in Washington. Yeah, like West Coast, Northwest but Coast. Yeah, we've just always talked about mermaids and just come up with different ideas, and I'm so excited. You still got to send me some pages from this little book that you're writing, but. And then what do we have? Mm-hmm. Dash Limes and Bridge of Sprites and... Uh, where did that come from? Yes. Oh, it was Maleficent. Yes. We saw yes. Maleficent and there's little... Oh my god. Fairies and shit. And nobody talks about them, but they're like arguably the cutest fucking fairies I've ever seen. In wait, my life. wait, wait, wait. So yeah. I just discovered the Quinn app, which you guys can look it up, but it's it's... Oh my god, I don't even know how to explain it. It's just like a um oh my god, like an audio app. And Je- do you guys know who Jesse Williams is? No. Yes. He just came out with a book on there which he's like narrating and it's about fairies. It's like a magical fairy world. And I when I tell you he like single-handedly just fucked every woman, every man in America with that book. What the like, fuck? His voice. Oh my fucking god! I was like, I've never heard I, this book. I couldn't even finish it. It was like a lot, but I, <laughs> oh wow. my god! So hot. Oh, he is like, oh yeah. Did you see his dick? No, he didn't. I'm so fucking mad about that. No, and I can't find it anywhere. Oh, they scrubbed that. No, go to gay Twitter. I'm sure they have it there. Oh, gay Twitter. I didn't even think about that. They're never so letting that go. I need to go. show you this book at some point, David, when you come up. But my grandma found this book at the thrift store. It's a fairy Bible. Oh. And it's, oh like, my God, fully illustrated. Yeah. 
It goes into mermaids, mushrooms, fairies, leprechauns, gnomes. <laughs> like, this shit what? is so fucking cool. Like, look. Like, isn't it giving mm, Fantasia oh 2000? <laughs> yeah. Oh, my God. Yeah. <laughs> like, I, and it totally goes into, like, stories about it. Like, look at this, David. Stop. <laughs> Wait. Wait, go down a little bit so I can see your tail. Or up, sorry. Oh. Uh, wow. How did she find that? Thrifted at, at it, and she was shop. just like, That's oh crazy. my god, I know Crystal would love this. Like, these are water fairies. Oh my so god. Cute. You know what it looks like? <sighs> Have, oh my god, what's his name? Brian Froud. Look him up. Brian Froud. Like, this illustrator who did nothing, like, literally did nothing but release these books where it's just a bunch of like fairy illustrations but they're oh. so pretty and it kind of like that style but oh my god oh love that love that Look it so up. my okay. prompt love is fairies. and i think we should each take a turn if you were a mermaid i want you to give me a little description of your tail whether it's the color the shape whatever garnishes you have your shells whatever you got your name and maybe like like a power it doesn't have to be just like a siren like a song you know that just drags men to their death which honestly is probably still going to be mine but uh david go ahead go first oh you need a minute because i know you okay. probably have a million fucking ideas so do i that's why <laughs> i mean i was i was literally thinking the other day like what would my tail be not that I haven't thought about that five million times in my life, but I've been like, no, actually, no, yeah. actually. And maybe what, what region you'd like to reside like, in. Let's oh, get into it, because I really, uh, I love this shit. I love it. <laughs> okay. I'm actually going to start with that part, because Absolutely. I feel like that influences my tail. But for me, I'm like, kind of like, the idea of living in water that's like murky yep. freaks me out. It freaks me out. It can't be dark. No, it can't be. I don't care if it's cold because I feel like as a mermaid, like I wouldn't care. But dark, murky, like briny water. No, I want to be able to see for a long time. So honestly, yeah. I would love to like probably okay. live in like the Caribbean. Yes. Not that that makes that much sense. I feel like my like complexion, I should live in fucking like mm -hmm. Scandinavian ocean or some shit. But, like, <laughs> it's just like, no, it's not. It's not it. I, I want to do like Caribbean. And I feel like my tail would be, like, a really light, like, light, light, light blue. Like, if you were to, like, take a picture of me black and white, it would be, like, the same tone as my skin. But it would be, like, mm, blue, okay. if that makes sense. And I want it to Ooh. be, like, silvery. And, like, maybe little speckles. Nothing crazy. Honestly, nothing crazy. But me and Crystal have talked about this. I really like the idea of, like, mermaids swimming this like way. Like fish, not mammal. Way. Yeah. Exactly. So you'd want, want the fish tail. The what I'd vertical the tail? tail? The yeah. vertical tail. Like a shark. Yeah. 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 Love that. Yeah. Name, yeah. I don't know. Maybe I you're from a community where know. it's just fucking hums in the water. Name is like <laughs> <Literally>. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I don't know. Maybe have one. I feel like mermaids, like, you have no possessions, right? Like, you have, like, you don't carry anything. Like, you can't put anything down. It's just going to, like, move in the water. Like, mermaids don't actually have shit. So I feel like 
why would you need a name? I feel like as a mermaid, you're literally yeah. just like vibing. Yeah. Forever. You're just vibing. You don't need a name. This isn't finding you fucking Nemo. <laughs> no. But I'm like, a <laughs> like uh, I love that. I love that. I think I agree with the Caribbean. Yeah. Just because that's home for sure. Um, I feel like my tail would be like a chromish pink. Ooh. Ooh. Yeah. And the scales would be like kind of like heart shaped. Okay. Oh. Yeah. Okay. And my power, I think I would do the the power of healing. Mm. Ooh. I love that. Oh, I didn't Go do ahead. power. Oh yeah. Oh yes. Okay, power. I think maybe this is basic, but honestly, like I just love good old like Ooh, water manipulation. Like a fucking water bending yeah. mermaid. Trident. Yeah. yeah. Oh, a little bit. God. So oh. I'm torn where I'd want to be because part of me does like deep sea, like underwater volcanoes and stuff like that. Uh, I just mm. I fucking love yeah. deep sea. I love that it's like undiscovered and there's just shit down there. They're like things shouldn't be alive down here, or you know, like underwater lakes. Have you ever seen those where the salt concentration is so high that the, there's literally a lake underwater? Like there's a there's a body of water in yeah. the bottom of the ocean. Like I think that's so freaking cool. Yeah. So I think it'd be like I don't really know where, and I honestly kind of just want to be like a migrating mermaid like i want to be like the fucking humpbacks like i go you know i go up north for the summer and south for the winter like maybe like on the east coast or like Mm -hmm. somewhere else like the you know like where the fucking ocean meets the river like that yes like i love that yeah um i honestly think it would be so cool to just have like um like a black iridescent tail with like lots of like hinges, you know what I mean? Ooh. Like the, those black goldfish, yeah. like that. Like it's got like a shimmer, but mm-hmm. it's like almost so dark that it's like incognito. Like even if my skin was like like a darkish color, like not like black, like melanated people, but like just a muted, like dull tone. But like, like uh-huh. when I see like orcas, especially like killer whales, I'm like that is like the that's yeah. too black to me. Like that's. Lots of phalanges, like yes. a pretty fucking goldfish, you know. And yes. definitely, um, like I like I said, I would keep the fucking siren thing going because part of me is just pissed about you know the pollution in the water. Save the fucking turtles, like yeah, come over here. It's the middle of the night, sailor boy. <laughs> <laughs> like, yeah. oh gosh, yeah. No, I love like. I like what you say about, like, the migrating. Because I mm-hmm. feel like, like I said, like, a mermaid, like, when you think about yeah. it, they don't have shit. Mm-hmm. Fuck on that. But, like, they don't have, they, how do you have anything? Like, how do you have, like, a home? Oh. It, no, you don't. I feel like you might. Yeah. You might. You migrate. Go where the wind takes yeah. you, you know? And you hunt. You know, sometimes <laughs> you clash with other tribes or you fucking ride along with the dolphins and we're, we're hunting with the orcas in the fucking Arctic. Like, I want that. I want a bite of that seal, too. Oh, great. <laughs> 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 oh, how I would love to be a mermaid. If I could, if somebody, if I saw a freaking mermaid, and you know, there's actually a lot of mermaid sightings in the Dominican Republic. They say that if you okay. stand you in the water yeah. and sing, that like you might see a mermaid. But the thing is, 
they're they're obviously I think a lot of people think you know want to think that mermaids are this nice cute thing but I personally think they're they're predators they're malicious you know in the best way possible like yeah but it's like if you see one Mm -hmm. it's gonna like stalk you and it will like travel to where you are if you live near water and like find oh no you're I feel like you're right like in the Caribbean there's in the Caribbean all over especially Jamaica Jamaica has a ton of like um mermaid legends and they're like people there are genuinely like scared of them yep and believe it I forget yeah I forget what story I was reading something about like a snake that presents itself as like a crying baby in the middle of the night and lure you out to you know where it is and then you just there'll be nothing there and it'll kind of I don't know fucking shit yeah but there's oh. yeah i love fucking folklore like caribbean folklore it's just so freaking insane oh but yeah take me this ursula i yeah. don't want my legs like <laughs> take them back, <laughs> oh, I'd, uh, I'd give it up in a second here. no ass Literally, no dick just no. like i'm just gonna blow <laughs> freaking eggs out you blow your whatever the fuck out we're just gonna let it melt they're gonna float down the coast bye yeah, like, no, I'm not yeah, figuring good. it out. What, where, what is this? You're not like an egg sack, and then they're I good. tie it to some seaweed and keep Whoa. it pushing? Like, <laughs> no freaking way. Um, Sandra, would you like to just run off to this or that? Yes. Um, so to finish off the episode, we like to play a little game of this or that. Um, so no explanation, just we're going to do it quick, quick, quick. Okay. okay. Mm-hmm. All right. So, lake or beach? Beach. Love or money? Love. <laughs> Leather or sequins? Sequins. Beauty or brains? Oh, uh, beauty. Wine or martinis? Martinis. Hero or villain? Villain. Perfect. That is so cute. Is that all of them? No, but we oh. literally only have like nine yeah. minutes before our next call. So one last one, though, because I am curious, <laughs> right. David. If you had to choose between a breastplate and hip yes. padding, you can only choose one. What are you choosing? I know that's oh yeah. breastplate. That freaking boy who had the breasts with the freaking cheetah suit at the Halloween party. I was smacking the shit out of those things. Yes. It was so much fun. They're so fun. <laughs> Love that. Oh my god. Well, thank you so much for coming on. It was oh so God. nice getting to know you. Yeah, I no, can't wait to meet you in person. And yeah, I'm like already obsessed. So yeah. I'm going to go stalk your Instagram. <laughs> <laughs> um, but tell everyone where they can find your art, where they can find you on socials. Um, yeah. Okay. Um, my Instagram is DJ. <laughs> right, everybody write this down. D-J-I-R-O-U-A-R-D. That's my Instagram. I really never post much, just so you know, but I, I'm on my stories. You'll see something. Yeah. Um, that's like, honestly, yeah. the extent of my social media. I love yeah, that. Love yeah. that. Well, it's always such a fucking joy to talk to you, David. I'm going to let you know about Jamaica. You need to from this book. Yes. We yes. would love to freaking read it. And maybe when it's done, you know, we'll have you back <laughs> on and kind of go over like a little, little promo for you or something. Cause if you want yeah. people to read at um, least. Yes. Oh my god, that is so fun. <laughs> Love it. Well, thank you. It was really nice talking to you. Oh my god, it was so nice to meet you. Thanks for having I'm me so on. Yes, of course. Yeah. Oh god, literally anyway. <laughs> All right. Love, Love you, David. Love you. Love you.